morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. And happy Friday. But of course, you probably won't hear this until next week or so, because this is just kind of like a bonus episode here. And with that said, let me move you closer because I don't have a mic. I'm actually driving. Um, I just got off work and I just feel like it's a good time to kind of talk about this topic because number one, um, we're about to have Leo and Venus as well as we already have Leo and Mars, which means it's going to cost us to be kind of like, you know, acting up a little bit. You know, Leo energy is all about passion and attention and really giving our heart out to someone as well as standing up for ourselves, it, it is a fixed fire sign. So in my, in my opinion, I feel like, excuse me, Leo energy is not about being a, I don't know, being walked over, being taken advantage of. I mean, they stand up, you know, it's, it's, it makes us want to stand up for ourselves. And I don't, I always say they, cause I always think of <laughs> Zodiac signs as a person. So forgive me on that one. But with that said, um, this is what I want to talk about because I've been seeing this, um, you know, like around, I've been asked questions about this and my pain on it. And so when someone asked my pain on it, I was like, why don't I make this like a little mini bonus episode for my podcast? Cause you know, I want to help my people out. You know, you guys always are supporting me and taking care of me and supporting the show. And so why not help you guys out? Right? So with that said, this is related to a topic is what I like to call the cool girl syndrome right? And it's usually just known as the cool girl, right? Cool girl, like the cool mom, except cool mom is different. Um, but it's like kind of similar, but just, you know, you don't have kids. (laughs) But anyway, so the cool girl, some people may be like, bitch, what the fuck is a cool girl, right? What the fuck? But I'm sure majority of us know, especially, you know, um, I feel like, and I could just be speaking from my own experience, but I feel like millennials, I feel like this is a huge thing that we did. Um, I don't know about Gen Z because I feel like, um, I feel like Gen Z, I feel like y'all got, y'all kind of got some shit down. Um, but I'm sure you guys might be into it, but I definitely feel like it's more of a millennial issue because I know I was one of the girls who did this shit when I was like really young. Um, and it wasn't like really to be, you know, like fake or lie or anything, but it just kind of, to me, it was just kind of like something that did enhance my, my relationships for the time being. And the reason why, like basically listen like hold that in your mind for the time being (laughs) because it is kind of a short-term thing unless you really really enjoy being that way like it's really part of your person like it's definitely was a part of mine a little bit 
uh, I wouldn't be the one to label myself like that, but a lot of the men that I were that I was dating was like that. Will be like, oh, she's a chill girl. She's a cool girl. She's she's chill. She's laid back. She's she's go with the flow. You know, we she's like she's like cool as fuck. You know, like basically it's like being another guy. And so that's what I'm gonna get into right now. So just keep notice again that I said for the time being, right? So for those who may not know or who may not have experienced this because you guys are wonderful people and not saying you're um you're not if you've done this because we all do this and i think as women it's because this is what happens when you i feel like kind of have a some some trauma i guess or some inner healing that you need to do around dating and men or so forth right so um let's just leave it at that so no one is bad no one is good i i don't i didn't mean to make it sound like that so don't think that it's just like i just feel like people who don't fall into this category you guys just already have it figured out and you stand up for yourself put it like that you make your needs met okay so with that said so the cool girl this is the girl who is known as again being just one of the guys pretty much in quotes meaning that you basically align your how can i put this right because you align the things that your man likes with you it's almost as if you take on his personality and put the things you love and enjoy on the side or on the back burner or you just pretty much delete it all together and don't worry about it because it's all about him. You're pretty much mainly focused on pleasing your man, right? And I know some people might be like, um, how is that a bad thing? Uh, it, it can be a huge bad thing. Like, there's some things, like I said, like being the cool girl, if it's your authentic ass self and you're labeled that, that is not a bad thing. I'm not talking to you, so don't jump down my throat or send me some terrible emails or, you know, or DMs or either putting low ratings on the show because you feel like you, you know, I'm this and that. This isn't about you. I'm talking about the women who you completely just transform your whole ass personality, style and everything to please your man. Like basically you're just wearing a fucking costume, right? Like, although you may look like Susie Lou, you know, in the inside, but when you're out in public, Susie Lou is wearing like a fucking trucker's hat and flannels and shit and just is like being one of the guys. So like, you won't even, if you knew Susie Lou personally and know how she really is and what she enjoys and her passions, you wouldn't recognize this person if you were like a friend, a family member, a close person to this Susie Lou. So that is what the cool girl is. It's basically just forsaking the shit that you love and enjoy and, and are passionate about, things you like, the music you like, all of that kind of stuff. You're basically putting that shit to the side because you're taking on what your man likes. So, for example, let's see how this is, right? So, okay, I'll give, I'll give a good example. Although this is really me because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, some of it was a little bit enhanced because I wanted to make sure that I was spending time with my man. So in a past relationship, 
I had a guy who was really into games, right? And I love gaming, right? I was a huge game. I was a huge gamer. Um, I had gotten into World of Warcraft and all that stuff, but I had played PlayStation games and stuff like that. Never computer games. So my ex um, had got me into like MMO RPGs, um, which is I, I love them because they ended up becoming like my Barbies, but that's not the point. Anyways, um, at first I was just like, okay, what is this? This is boring. Da, da, da. And then once it got to a point where like, I felt like that's, that's what he loved to do. And then I wasn't doing it. Then I felt like, oh, I need to just kind of just, you know, compromise and do this. And then I kind of took on more of a kind of like gamer girl MMORPG even though it was part like I said part of me but not to that ex extent not to the severity that I became and so the thing is is that our relationship was great it was fun while we were gaming together doing things like you know we'd go to like stay over like we'd wait in line for major video games or we'd pay for like the really big, rare, you know, like, drops for um, video games, like, uh, collector's editions and stuff like that. We wait in line. We do all that kind of stuff with friends and everything. And it was fun. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it because I actually really did enjoy it. It was very fun. But this is where it gets Ari. So the one game that I really fell in love with and I really enjoyed was World of Warcraft, right? After a while, you know, like, I was on the path of getting this epic-ass legendary weapon, and then my ex was like, well, I don't want to do this anymore, and I was like, no, I want to do this, I, I've never had a legendary weapon, please let, you know, I want to keep going. No, we're not, we're done, because he got pissed at the guild leader or whatever, and I'm like, who gives a fuck, let's just get our loot and then jump, you know, like, but not for him, he had an ego problem, so he's like, no, we don't have So, I was, like, devastated. <laughs> Because, like, after I would get done from work and then after I was done playing with, you know, like, the children and everything, it just, you know, they would, they would be asleep. That was, like, my time that I would game because that's, like, my own little free time to myself and also our little free time to each other. Well, after that, you know, it's just, like... I didn't, I didn't want to really play any other game, right? And I tried to force, like, oh, I'll play this with you, I'll play with that with you. Eventually, it got kind of old, right? I was like, okay, now I want to do something else, right? And I never said this before, but I was like, well, why don't we just quit all together or, like, you know, like, quit, like, raiding for a bit because we raided and PvP'd and stuff. I was like, why don't we just take a break from gaming and actually do shit, right? This is where the problem came at, right? <laughs> this is where the conflict of interest came because then I was no longer the cool girl, the, the, the gaming girl, the, the girl that's chill or whatever, right? I became the girl that's basically trying to hold him back from playing his games and I never felt this way before and why all of a sudden the change now is to the point where we eventually it, it kind of caused a break in the relationship it was the beginning of the end pretty much because now even though i like to game i wasn't into gaming like i was when i was on world of warcraft right and so now that became an issue because i don't want to sit there and just 
play games the whole time. I want to do something else now. You know, like uh, we're growing up eventually, right? That wasn't an option for him. So eventually it started to cause fights and stuff like that because I'm like, hey, like you're staying up too late, da da da. I mean, I never saw her. I feel like I don't see you when I come home, you're asleep. Then when I'm going to bed, you're getting up, like stuff like that. If you guys have ever dated a gaming guy, you will know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Because when they are really into those games, it really starts to affect their way of life to the point where the game becomes their life. And that's when it became a problem for me. And I was like, fuck no, right? But anyways, um, so as mentioned, that was the beginning of the end. Eventually that relationship died because, you know, it just, we, you know, we started to not have everything in common I began to hang out with other people so it's like we were starting to fade away and it just yeah so point is that's why I said for the time being now the reason why I think this whole thing needs to die because I kind of feel like that how can I say this I feel that When we mold ourselves into something that we know we either are not really into, and again, compromise is different from this because compromise means, yeah, so let's say for one weekend I play a game with you, and then for the next weekend you go hiking or something with me, blah, blah, blah. That's, that is a healthy way to do it. But if you're at a point where you're having a completely retrain and put anything you love on the back burner for somebody tick tock tick tock put <laughs> it like that because it's it's basically a timer being set for when eventually you're going to get tired eventually you can't keep up the facade the facade anymore or facade i don't know if i'm saying it right of oh no it's fine we can do what you want oh no it's fine we can do what you want. oh we're gonna go to this jet jet show okay great we'll keep doing that every every weekend okay wonderful you're gonna get tired eventually right it's kind of like i love my mom the saying and i'm not calling anyone devils but she always tells me like certain things like the devil can only play you know like safe for so long meaning people cosplay as pure christians and they're not eventually the horns start popping out the tail comes out of their asshole and they let their true intentions be known and that's kind of what being a cool girl is is eventually the second you get your throat chakra opens put it like that the second your fucking throat chakra opens and you start to um express like oh you know what i don't want to do this or how about we do this then their fucking eyes start to look crazy at you like you fucking are speaking a different language like they will be like what do you mean you don't want to do this you always did this you always wanted to do this what do you mean you want to do something else you never said that before they bring up everything about how you never did this you never said this before how come you haven't mentioned this before right and they get really turned off by it because in my opinion to me and this is part of what this relationship that I was in that happened. This man was very controlling. Very controlling of like what I did, who I hung out with, all that stuff. So once I was no longer doing what he wanted to do, 
it, it, it starts to kind of get to them. And I'm not saying all guys who want a cool girl is abusive, but a lot of the times I feel like it's usually a guy that's quite controlling. It's like almost like a gaslighting type of dude, like someone who's like, oh, you, are you sure you want to, you don't want to do this, like da 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 da, and kind of make you feel like, oh, like maybe I do want to do that, you know what I mean? It could be, I'm just saying not all, but it could be, because usually the second you open your mouth, they look at you like you're fucking crazy, right? Like they look at you fucking cross-eyed. So the second you open your throat chakra, that is when the fucking timer kicks in, and a lot of guys are kind of like, oh, well, see, you never said this shit before. I don't think it's going to work. Or either you might start getting ghosted. They might start rolling their eyes and like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like really demeaning your choice of things to do or things you like, like really talking shit about like, like let's say, for example, you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to go that, but I want to go on a like, I want to get, like, I want to go crystal shopping. I want to buy this book about crystals though like what the fuck is this shit when did you get into this bullshit this is so stupid you're such a dumbass doing this shit you know like really demeaning what you enjoy and making you feel like you can't really share and be open and vulnerable with them because they're always demeaning you right and so that's why it's be very careful and i feel like this trend and hopefully i think Hopefully it's on a downward spiral. I haven't like really researched that deep into it yet. But I realized like, for example, somebody had asked me, they were like, well, they're like, what do you think about, you know, like I was, me and my like boyfriend was doing a lot of things together. And, you know, we hung out a lot with just his friends and we went to all these different, like, you know, like guy things and stuff like that like the stuff they enjoyed and everything like the guy enjoyed and she was like eventually I just got kind of bored and I felt like I wasn't really doing anything I enjoyed so I asked him if we could do like I'm just gonna make up an example go um I don't know hike or something like that and all of a sudden she said that he was just like what what why do you want to do that you never want to do that before I don't want to do that bullshit no let's just stick with what we were going to do before and then the second she got a voice now all of a sudden she is worried about her relationship and she's worried that she's going to lose him well honey if that's most likely going to happen you know like my opinion to that was he doesn't respect you know the things you enjoy and pretty much he's feeling threatened in a way because now that you want to do things you enjoy it's no longer about you know like oh he, he can't go brag to his friends like because you know like some men will be like oh my my girlfriend doesn't want to do that bullshit she likes everything i like like th this is really almost like a trophy wife kind of for them because they're like yeah my you know like my bitch bad my bitch good you know like <laughs> the ludicrous song you know it's like they're, they they have bragging rights because a lot of men you, you hear complain about their girls like oh she doesn't want to do that like, I have one friend who doesn't like Marvel movies and so whenever a Marvel movie would come out she wouldn't go so therefore her boyfriend wouldn't go and he would always compliment my boyfriend at the time and be like gosh you're fucking lucky you're you know your girl loves marvel and goes with you and all that stuff like at first they thought he was like forcing it like they're like oh how'd you get your girlfriend to do that he was like i didn't have to get her she loves watching these kind of movies which i do and so they were like gosh you're so lucky always praising him right and so it is it's like a badge of honor like oh i don't have the bitchy girlfriend which they call women who speak their minds bitches which 
hey, if that's what you want to call someone who stands up for themselves, I will wear it like a fucking badge, right? But other than that, you know, it's just like, the second you stop, again, you, the relationship is literally on the line. Now, not all men will leave, but it, like I said, if they're, one who, if they're ones who are kind of like controlling or in their ego and all that bullshit, where it's like their way or the highway, um, yeah, like really, really masculine who like, and not regular, because we all need masculine men. I'm talking about toxic masculinity. Good fucking luck. Most likely he's going to leave to find a robot because that's what I had told my last one, you know, like when I had finally opened up my chakra and started to really express my wants and needs and boundaries, eventually, you know, I had told him, I was like, well, you know what? I was like, you know what you need? You need a robot. You need someone who's going to do everything you fucking say, not say anything back, not talk back, not set up boundaries or anything. You literally need a fucking robot. And he was like, oh, that's bullshit. You don't, that's not true. It, it, it very is, it's, it's very true. Like eventually he found someone who just does everything he says and good for him, you know, good for him. Cause that way if that's what makes both of you happy, if that's what you're doing, great. But I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the one. I'm not the one to sit there, especially now that I'm older and I know my worth and I know my boundaries. I'm just not the one to sit there and let someone just be like, oh, we, you have to do this and this and this and basically forsake the things I enjoy. I'm not going to do it. If you don't want to do it with me, I'll do it by myself. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like I'll do it with like my friends or someone, but if no one wants to do it, I will go do it on my own. As a Libra, that was pure growth. And the reason why I say that is because uh, Libras, we don't, we don't, and let's be real, you know, y'all, be very real that we don't like to do shit alone. That's the reason why, like, you know, you guys know my history of when I dated. Like, I haven't been single in a, a long time. And that's because... You know, as a young Libra, I didn't like being alone. I thrived in being in relationships. So, like, I'd be around my friends. Like, if, like let's say, like, any time I broke up with someone, I already had someone else ready. So, the second I'm like, oh, we're not together no more, I'm already talking to home, home skillet um, already. Or, you know, like, if I don't have someone backed up, like, I wouldn't be single for, I'm not even kidding, guys. Like, probably, like not even a week I know that sounds terrible because that's how terrible I was back then um I just I just wouldn't I would have someone already lined up like I said and we'd already be getting ready to start dating we're going dates we're having fun da, da, da. so and the, and the sad thing is, is what I used to do is like when I can my intuition tells me when a relationship is over right um it, so like whenever I would feel my intuition like that gut feeling I'm like well this isn't gonna work so I already start talking to someone else even though we haven't officially broke up yet so then by the time I have the other dude like yeah we want to start talking and stuff and they they want to go on a date and we start hanging out and we enjoy each other I break up with a person and then I'm already with that person right so it, that is not healthy it was a toxic issue I had the only time I stayed single which wasn't even long. And that's when me and my husband, when we were dating, we broke up twice. The first time I think we were broken up for, I mean, it's hard to say because technically it's, I don't know. 
we were broken up for, I'm going to say, a month to three months, but we were still hanging out and, you know, because we were besties before we got <laughs> together, and so we never wanted to lose that friendship, so we were besties and doing things we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> So I don't know if that's like, I mean, but we were, you know, I, I made it clear like, hey, like things that he would want from a relationship. I'm like, you know, that I'm not doing that because we're not in a relationship no more. And he'd be like, ah, oh, I get it, you know, but eventually, you know, like he, the first time we broke up, he just, it was like right around November. I remember he called me, he was like, can we just go for like a car ride? I really want to talk to you about a lot of stuff. And that's when he told me, he was like, I just can't you know, I can't let you go, you know, I, I want to be with you, and I was like, okay, because we didn't break up from, like, cheating or anything like that, it was because we were arguing like crazy, and we both mutually decided that that would just be best, and then, um, that happened the second time, like, a year, about two years later, uh, that's when we first lived together, and we, um, we broke up because we were arguing like it was terrible like to the point where we didn't want to like I had told him I was like I don't want to get to the point where I hate you so we both mutually agreed to break up again but that one literally only lasted like two weeks and then we've been together since and now we're married so that's why I said sometimes when your relationship as long as it ends on a decent note because if it was like a fucked up note most likely we probably would have never gotten married or gotten back together but, you know, when things happen, sometimes it's to see, you know, like, it, it will test to see if you really love each other or not. And for us, if we just really loved each other and been inseparable since. So, but the thing is, is that um, you just, you know, I don't know where I went with that either. I'm so sorry. I kind of forgot where I was going, but, oh, that's what it is. So, um, so as a Libra, you know, like if like when I wasn't dating, I was always at a friend's house, always hanging out with friends, never alone, nothing. Then when I started dating, I was always with my boyfriend, da, 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 never alone. So during that time that me and my husband, uh, my, me and my boyfriend, well, husband now, but me and my husband, um, had broken up, uh, when we were dating, that was the one time I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have, I'm not going to get in another relationship. So I already had a friend of mine who was like, Hey, my, my boyfriend's, you know, guy is like, is filling you and wants to go on a date. And I was kind of like, mm, you know, I was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, but then I was like, no bitch, like you've never been single, like enjoy your time for a little bit. Like really do things like I was just going out like you know like me and the kids and stuff was just doing shit and everything like at least I had kids around this time I guess any other time I didn't have kids so it makes sense like you know but still it's like just you know going going to have fun doing stuff and everything so it's just like it felt good it, it felt good for a second and I felt like I was kind of exploring myself a little bit but other than that, what I'm saying is Libras have a hard time being alone because at the time I didn't have any therapy. And so I would lock up, I would always tell people this. I was like, oh, well, they're like, you're so emotional, this and that. But there's a couple times that when I feel threatened and I don't want to show my vulnerability, I'll just be like, oh, I just lock up my, 
emotions in a cage and she's chained until like I'm ready for her to come out. And that's kind of what Libras do because we're very emotional and that's even being with, even not being a Pisces moon, they, um, they constantly call Libras the lost water sign because we are, we're, when we care, we care fucking hard. We love hard. We care deeply for someone that we will bend over backwards for somebody. And that's why I don't understand how people can say, oh, but you know, you're detached. Like, no, we, the only time a Libra detaches is when a motherfucker has basically ruined our trust, taken advantage and we're done with you. That's when we detach. So if you get a hold of that kind of Libra, yeah, that that's why they're not uh, showing emotions because they're, they're done with you at that point. But, um, yeah, so as, as a Libra, I'm speaking from a Libra's perspective, a Libra woman, Libras allow yourself to breathe for a second. Uh, before you just jump into something else because you got to feel we have to feel you got to feel to heal and if you don't you just end up in a fucking mess like I did like just serial dating and jumping around never being alone and then when you get forced to be alone you're a fucking mess right <laughs> but now I enjoy my own company I don't need people around me all the time and that is the true healing of a Libra because then that's when you get out of fucking people pleasing and everything because if you need people to be around you you're gonna fucking people please like a motherfucker and so once you get comfortable with your own with your own self and your own company like I take myself on especially like when I was uh, not working I um, took myself on breakfast dates lunch dates and try something new because I didn't care if people were probably thinking like, oh, that's too bad. She doesn't never have it. She doesn't have anyone with her. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm there to taste the food and enjoy my own company because I'm a fucking amazing ass bitch. And so I don't need to have a whole bunch of people swarming around me to feel validated, to feel like I can't survive on my own. And that's why I tell people that's the I mean, it's a great thing that happened, but I told a lot of people that's the worst thing that could happen for people who were abusing my kindness for weakness, because now that that happened, I don't have to suck your dick anymore to make sure you stay in my life. Like, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> um, I just don't like, and I don't take like me actually sucking people's dick the wrong way. I'm just saying that like, as far as you know, like just sucking up to people, but it's just like you. I, I don't have to kiss your ass anymore. I don't have to sit there and bend over backwards to please you anymore. Like, obviously, if I see that you're abusing me or you're trying to use, like, gaslighting and stuff like that, honey, it don't work no more. Because if you want to leave out of my life or if I got to cut you off, that is okay for me. That's That's my boundary. That's my way of healing. And I don't talk shit about if I have to. I always wish them the best of life. But I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to suck your dick to keep you in my life. I'm just not doing it. So be comfortable with yourself. And this goes to everyone now. But be comfortable with having to be alone for a second. Because like I said, as playing the cool girl role, it just runs out of steam after a while. And especially if you're really young, like I was, I was like a teenager. And so as I was like in my 20s and stuff, like young 20s and everything, I, I began to realize like, eh, eh you know, like, like, no, I want to do something else. I want to, you know, I want to do things. I want to have fun, you know, and 
as I got older, you know, it's just now it's, it's all about that. Like I, I love you and I'll take care of you. But the second you start trying to step on boundaries or gaslight me or try to use like dark psychology, which don't fuck with me with that. Cause I, you know, like learn, I, that's one of the things I can suggest to learn psychology. I don't, I don't give a shit if it's psychology one-on-one start learning the shit because it's real. Once you learn psychology, it truly is the power in this world like no one can really fuck you over because now you can catch the shit and so um you're like oh no no that's not gonna work so then they you know eventually it just dies out but just let yourself be by yourself especially if you were playing the cool girl for so long you need to discover yourself again so um just take your time um if you're partner just cannot no longer no longer wants to be with you because you decide to get an open throat chakra um you know a good set crown chakra third eye you know open third eye chakra open solar plexus and just everything is just fucking open they can't they can't fuck with you anymore you know and you deserve better you don't deserve to have to play a fucking role to be with someone if you gotta literally play that role to be with someone that ain't the person for you period just to let you know and so i hope that was explanation uh, a good explanation because again like i said leo season is going to be coming up not leo i mean it is coming up obviously but not anytime soon but leo and venus and we're already in mars so a lot of people are going to be expressing themselves in a very open and passionate and dramatic way so get ready and this is most likely if you are in that role when it may come out because leo is not about sacrificing self leo is about all about self-love self-expression and everything else so that's really going to come out in your love language especially depending on the house it falls in um so yeah with that said i hope that was helpful for everyone oh and the other thing i wanted to touch on is um law of attraction now you guys know i love law law of attraction but some somewhere around and this is what i hate because i was i was listening to something and then i realized you know like there's some kind of how can i put this you got to be kind of careful what you hear and see because law of attraction is a wonderful and it, it is very true law of attraction is pre pretty much in the bible you know it says you know you shall reap what you sow meaning that whatever you say will come back to you it's like karma all that stuff but some of the things i i you know i i just didn't agree and i can i wish i had the site that i read it on and if i find it i'll try to post it somewhere but it mentioned how abraham you know, the, the person who, um, you know, the person that, um, I think not Elsa, Ezra Hicks, I believe her name is channeled. Um, there's, there's a thing that says like, Oh, you, you cost, um, like, like certain illnesses or really bad things to happen in your life. And, and don't get me wrong. Cause what we decide, you guys, every everything in this world is affected by one decision right you're one decision away of experiencing 
an outcome, good or bad, with whatever it is that you have to decide about, right? Okay, that is understandable, but it really sickened me because the way it was said was very harsh. Like, they said that, don't quote me, but it was something on the lines of, like, if a person gets sick or has, like, some kind of very, like, damning illness, they chose that. And that really bothered me when I saw that because I was like, um... I don't think people choose to have cancer, right? Um, I don't think people actively go seek to get very sick. Now, the only logical way I can think of what they are saying is like this example. If you, okay, so if you're aware of how can I like, I don't know, let's use Skittles because I know that was like the Skittles or something like that was banned, is banned in Europe or something like that. Um, or Red 40 is the color, whatever, is banned in Europe. Not, not these brands, I don't want to accidentally like say that. Because of like cancer causing effects. Okay, so if you know this and you're actively eating this stuff, daily all times all kinds of days and you are aware that it, it has said that okay you eat you consume a lot of this stuff you can cause cancer then you at that moment every single time you consume this has decided you made the choice you actively made the choice to put the fucking shit in your mouth and ingest it to your body that is the only logical way I can think of. Maybe that could be what she is saying. Other than that, I don't think someone can just actively, just cause like it popped up in their mind or something like that, that, oh, because you thought of it, you, you're, you cost your sickness or whatever. It doesn't work like that. Everything is made reality or made for us to take action by choice so perhaps i should have like reread about this because this was a while ago when i read about it and then it popped up again and that's why i was like well maybe you need to kind of talk about this a little bit so once i like read more about it i all have the direct quote that i read and everything but i just want people to understand that that you know there's so much more to all this law of attraction and manifestation and everything else like again i highly recommend if you want to really know how to manifest and and i and I, I know many people may not be religious or into you know all that stuff and i'm not trying to force it onto you but i'm not even kidding the bible is truly the way it teaches you how to manifest right like there's certain quotes and I actually wrote this down in my notebook because it just popped up in my head because it's the truth. Faith as big as a mustard seed, it can move mountains. Meaning if you have faith in whatever it is you're doing and it does not waver, you can do anything, anything you fucking want to, period. Anything will happen. Having faith in God, having faith in yourself can move mountains. And it's just like, I feel like 
a lot of the man manifestations just realizing is like like on TikTok, people are just like I, like i'm getting tired of this trend that's like oh um if you listen to this sound and i'm sure you guys have seen it if you listen to this sound and don't put it on private or some shit like that and share you'll have a million dollars in your account by the next day like that is to me it's just so misleading and they'll have taggings of manifestation lucky girl syndrome like that is not how it fucking works though like yeah the universe can work in your favor on a on a whim and shit can probably follow sky i've had situations like that you guys know last year on the aries new moon i went to a gym show and there was wads of money a lot of money that was just on the crown you know, over thousands of dollars, right? Okay, that was when God worked in my favor and just decided to just give me a gift pretty much that day, right? And so um, that happened, but that's not how it always happens, right? A lot of the time we have to take fucking action. So at that time, if you're trying to manifest money, Okay, maybe you need to start a, a small, you know, an Etsy shop. Maybe you need to start a, a Shopify, sell on Amazon. I don't know. Um, sell, make courses, like take action and move forward. Other than that, you're, you're not, you're not doing anything. And I'm getting so tired of these influencers who just make it look like everything just falls into their lap. Oh, I just manifested. Um, I don't know, um, all this stuff and it just, oh, it just fell into my lap. Guys, buy my course for $50,000 and it can just fall into your lap too. No, that's not how it fucking works. Like you have to put aligned divine action. You have to allow the masculine and the feminine polarity to work together. You know, masculine action, feminine creation and receiving right so that's that's how you open those those channels for manifestation you know doing some of the work and then just letting god take care of the how because that's the other thing like i know one thing i was holding my manifest my manifest blah, 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 my manifestations back because i'm like well how am i supposed to do this how 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 and you know what god told me he literally said it in my ear you guys trust in me trust in me and if you ever heard the voice of god you guys it's one of the most calming gentle voices where you just feel complete peace and serenity once he's talking right and it's different from your own inner voice it's it's just divine and soft and loving it's just full of fucking divine love and i just Im immediately felt peace and everything worked out i didn't have to do anything else i did my piece but god made it work out for me and that's how you have to treat it stop please stop listening to this it's just really like lately i'm not kidding you guys that's why i had to take a, a, a social media break because people are just bullshitting people now like to the point where people don't give a shit about teaching people the right thing they just give a shit about taking people's money that is not cool and yes that happens in the spirituality space because that is the main space that I'm in, right? Is that, and it's just, it's all about, oh, just just sit here and do this and, and, or say this, you know, like, yeah, say your affirmations and stuff like that, but don't think just cause like you say that once or 
you say it following repeat after me on on TikTok that it's all just going to just fall on your feet, you know, fall at your feet. Stop paying people who don't know what they're doing. $50,000, even $1,000 of someone with no credentials, people who aren't even living the life of that. You know what I mean? Like stop like if you if you pay for something like that make sure this person lives the life and in a way like i mean you don't have to show proof because no one has to show proof you just have to have um, belief but you can tell some people who really like live the life and, they, and you can just see it they don't throw in your face like see what i'm doing you know this is what i got to do no they they're just natural and you can just feel the the presence of love and honesty flowing from them. There's like a few people that I follow that I know that are like that, right? So um, just be careful with that. Again, do your research because like I said, I'm still, law of attraction is very real. But be, just be careful about some of the doom and gloom or some of the shit that people say. Because not every single thing is your fault. Just like it really bothers me when I hear influencers, and I've heard this a lot when it comes to babies. They say, "Oh, your um, your 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 um, spirit child chose you for a reason, or your baby chose you for a reason." So how I took that, I thought that was very disgusting because I can tell you this: I have known, I know people, I've talked to people who are sexually physically, emotionally, psychologically abused to the point of like wanting to take their life. So you're basically telling someone who basically went through that with their family that they chose to live in that. They chose that parent who was going to beat them, sexually abuse them, and basically ruin their psychology, ruin their whole being, making them feel like they're worthless to the point they want to, you know off themselves you know go go fuck off with that shit like that's that's that kind of stuff is not cool you know it, it's not cool no no one you can't say that a child chose their family while they were in the spirit realm i'm sorry but i i just don't i i don't i don't i just don't if you believe that not shitting on you but it's just to me i think it's a very fucked up way to say something because imagine how a person feels when you say that it makes them take the blame of what their parents did to them on them right that's how i see it that's exactly how i see it so watch out for that kind of shit and i know there's a book called spirit babies and stuff like that i don't know if that's what it says i don't read it but um i think i've heard some influencers say that and i think it's very fucking ignorant and if you ask me very fucking ignorant because no one chose to get abused. No one chose to be sexually abused. That shit happened to them and it wasn't their fucking fault. And you know, as a future therapist, that's going to be things that I'm going to be working with people like friends that I have that have had these issues. I always remind them it was never your fucking fault. You know, it never was. You're a loving person and the person who did this to you was really fucked up and sick, you know, and it's not your fault. So please don't please, you know, don't blame yourself, you know, and because that's what happens a lot in that. And so when people say that shit, it's just fucking ignorant. 
I don't know. It just makes me upset. You know, I'm a Libra. Libra is all about fucking justice, right? Like, don't tell people that they chose a fucked up situation. Like, they chose to be in a homeless family. Fuck off with that shit. Seriously. Fucking read a book. Learn therapy. Learn how to talk to someone to know that's something you would never fucking say to an abused or sexually abused victim. Period. But I guess I better like chill. See, I told you, Gemini season is having me popping off, right? (laughs) But I just wanted to kind of like just go through that with you guys. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Friday, you guys. I'm almost home. I'm stuck in traffic. So this whole time, you guys, I've been on the freeway, like in traffic. So I love you guys so, so much. I hope this episode was very nice for you. And I'll definitely probably put a trigger warning up here because I hope that wasn't triggering to anyone, but I just, I just had to get that off my chest. Um, but I'll definitely put a trigger warning. So that way you kind of know what you're coming into. So I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend. I know I'm going to get out in this beautiful sunshine and nature, try to touch some water. Oh my gosh. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.